0: I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Annika. And you've reached the Peter Rabbit Hole, a 75-minute podcast on a series of short stories. Oh. What are we reading this week, Annika?
1: Uh, this week we are reading But Not the Hippopotamus by Sandra Boynton, The Berenstein Bears in the Messy Room by Stan and Jan Berenstain, and Beautiful Oops by bon- no. Uh-oh. Barney
0: Salzberg. I don't know that many Barneys. No.
1: I knew. I have met at least one Barney in real life. He lived, he, or Barney. he owned a cottage down the, was there a Bar- Yeah. Fern had a, a brother named Barney.
0: Man, you're getting less and less certain the more you think about it.
1: I'm sure there was a Barney in that family. They were a Barney kind of family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, so
1: what normally we read a book indeed, but this week we are reading three that are uh, a little different than our usual fare. One of them's a board book for itty bitty Baby.
0: one of them is an art experience book, and one of them is just a book we don't like a classic that we've got some feelings on. We kind of figured we keep alluding to the Ver new Fair books, but after the pe- the cat where we spent the entire episode being mean. It didn't seem fun to do again. So we're going to do 15 minutes of being
1: mean. So if you're a Berenstein Bears stan, just beware.
0: Yeah. But we're, we're going to squish it in the middle. So yeah. you, we'll heads up when you want to skip our controversial <laughs> section. <laughs> okay.
1: But that's what we're doing. Yeah. So this, we're starting off with uh, one of my favorites. Uh, But Not the Hippopotamus by Sandra Boynton. And I have gone slightly rogue. We agreed to one
0: fun fact. One fun fact. But I have to tell you about Sandra Boynton. Here is a full report on Sandra Boynton? Boynton.
1: Uh, Sandra Boynton is a humorist, songwriter, director, music producer, children's author, and illustrator with more than 50 books, 4,000 greeting cards, and five music albums. All right. Tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Her father was a scholar and a teacher, and he founded a publishing company that's now been sold, Uh, but that may be part of how she got into this
0: knew that industry yeah
1: but she got a degree at yale in 1970 which was apparently the second year that they were doing co-education which seems very late
0: yale 70? 70 70 think about think, what you did yale
1: yeah maybe there was a women's college a associate
0: mm, no nope. it doesn't count though sure doesn't but anyways moving, moving
1: on anyway she did that and then she started to get a master's degree in uh Directing for the stage. Okay.
0: Yale then, an excellent place yeah. to do well, that. Well, she
1: started it in California, and mm. then she went back to Yale, and right. then she still didn't finish it. Oh, oh. You know, these things happen specifically because she had a baby, ah. and realized that the theater and <laughs> raising a family are not compatible, <laughs> which hit I no really idea what close you're to home.
0: About.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so she's written greeting cards. Yeah, starting in the '70s. A lot
0: illustrator
1: and like was a big like you have probably seen her, her cards. Book. They look like this.
0: It happened again. <gasps> now my headphones are in the right place. It uh-huh. was this weird magical spot. Sorry.
1: Anyway, so she did that. She's written 50, over fifty children's books. Mm-hmm. I've discussed also some some books for adults, but they get less. Sure. But in 2005-ish, she started writing uh, what she calls renegade children's music. And now I want to listen to it.
0: Ooh, I do too.
1: One of her albums was nominated for a Grammy.
0: Nice.
1: And now the thing that I was writing down a lot of was the list of collaborators she's had on her four music albums. Okay. We begin. And this this is a pared down version. Blues Traveler. Meryl Streep, Kevin Klein, Laura Linney, Weird Al doing a duet with Kate Winslet, Patti Lepone, Hootie and the Blowfish, Scott Bakula, Brian Wilson, Casey Musgraves, Ryan Adams, Ben Folds, Brad Paisley. What? Yes. <laughs> okay. This is why I had to read these facts to you.
0: <laughs> that, wow. Yeah. I need to know more. Not from you. No. Not now. No, but but Generically.
1: And then, so she was married for many years to um, a man who also sounds super interesting named Jamie McEwen, who was an Olympic bronze medalist in whitewater slalom. (laughs) Um, How long has that even been an Olympic sport? Since the 70s, I guess. Huh.
0: I assume that was a or much the more 80s. recent. No,
1: no, it was in those terrible, the terrible boats that they try to, kayaks that they try to sell to oh, yeah. uh, summer camps and the kids can't paddle them, but they yeah, look yeah. like they should be able to. Those are whitewater yeah. slalom boats. Um, <laughs> we
0: we watched uh, some of it this past Olympics. Ah. It's weird. It's wild.
1: And apparently they lived
0: in the, somewhere in France, like in the Pyrenees uh-huh.
1: for a year, while he was he training was that yeah in whitewater slalom and he did a bunch of like int- really interesting whitewater water like long travel descents of rivers and wrote books about it and stuff and they they had four kids jobs among those four children include actor, director, writer, teacher and one of them is also has been on the olympic team for whitewater slalom <laughs>
0: You know, you just go into the family, right? Business. Once you got But step Anyways,
1: up. I just—I was not expecting
0: to have this many facts for this teeny tiny book. But there you go. Since we're only doing fifteen minutes per book, that leaves us four minutes to discuss. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna start. That our was timer not eleven. Minutes. But it ooh, it was long. Yes. All right, we're gonna do our timer and see how this works. Great.
1: Yeah, Yeah. all
0: right. So, not the
1: hippopotamus.
0: Oh, I need to do so. Oh yes. Do we have guys? We're. This is the first time back. It's
1: been a while, and this is a new format. So, bear with us. So sorry. Date. Fun fact. Okay. This book was published in
0: 1982. Ah, really? Yep. I've always thought of her as a later artist. No. I, I didn't grow up with any of hers. I know them really well now. Yeah. But like, huh.
1: Yeah, this this is, I, well, I don't know that it's the first printing, but this is an original from my babyhood. Ooh. I Actually, I didn't chew on this one very much at all, but it was very important. Um, Shelving notes? None. Animals. Fiction. Rhyming. Fiction? Fiction? Hippopotamus. Fiction.
0: Fiction. We did it. Yep. (laughs) We helped. You're welcome, Library of Congress. (laughs) Uh, So a little mini
1: synopsis. Uh, A bunch of animals that rhyme are doing stuff,
0: and the hippo is not. Because nothing rhymes with hippopotamus. Hippopotamus.
1: And like, just isn't into joining in seems a little bit socially awkward. But also
0: really sad about it. Sad
1: about it, absolutely. Um, But then gets invited to join in.
0: And, and it does it. do it but not the, the armadillo. armadillo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's her illustration style. Yeah. If you've ever seen it you know it. It's a very car- simple cartoony
1: but she's got a really specific eye placement I feel like is what and there's
0: a little dumpiness. Yeah, the
1: the characters are all very sort of rounded.
0: Yeah. Um we're we're extremely plump and huggable. Yeah. Yes. And the eyeballs really, it's it's an eyeballs and the
1: noses. It's the way that she's got really round noses. Um, But it's a very distinct art art style, and it's hers. And here it is.
0: And I'm going to take it. And now you have it. Because, yeah, I didn't really know these until for Avery. I knew they existed before Mm. her, but it's not. They weren't part of your. No. Like I said, surprise. All right. So
1: heart synopsis feelings. How do we feel about
0: this book? You know, it's a it's a sweet fun time. Yeah, she does push a little bit with the rhyming because a hog and a frog cavort in,
1: in a, a bog.
0: bog, and I was like, oh, for a for a book I would assumed would be a f- easy first reader, <laughs> cavort is changing it up a little bit. Yep. She does such excellent side eye.
1: I know. I love that hippo at the ta- at the <laughs> restaurant table, just looking at the moose and the goose enjoying their juice.
0: But not the, the, hippo the, the
1: hippo is not enjoying any
0: juice. Thank you. And he's just he gets more and more defeated <laughs> as the book goes on. So flat. Because it's not just that the animals rhyme with each other with our bear yeah. hair, but then they're going to a fair, fair and I yeah. thought that was fun. Yeah just the most simplest colors too
1: but the backgrounds change colors around Mm -hmm. what's happening and the the animals are very standard that animal colors and yeah
0: like the the pig is pink the The frog is green the cat is gray Gray. so are the rats they are wearing good hats though their hats have wings on them it reminds me a touch of the um red bull Mm. ads (laughs) oh and her illustration style it it, it has
1: some sim- similarities yeah. yeah
0: and oh I feel man I was like no but I missed nope the first page is really not
1: this this book does do the thing that you hate that we yes. sometimes dislike which is it starts on the very first page like on the yeah. Um, and paper essentially, although on a board book there's not a, really any. Right. I
0: feel verse. like on a board book that it's more what standard. You're do.
1: And the way that the page is set up, you get it, and the all the words yeah. about who this book belongs to really don't interact with the picture much at all.
0: It's for Ashley. Mm-hmm. But It does make all of the papers very teeny tiny, but it's a board book. It's a board book. It turns out
1: probably a baby doesn't care who published
0: it. No, and also probably a parent is like, That's fine. Yeah. Here we are talking about a hippopotamus. I feel like in some ways it's the perfect board book. Yeah. It has recognizable animals on it, a nice little sing-songy thing. Oh, there's some... I think you're right. The eyes, yeah, they all like float at the top of the head. It's,
1: they're they're further back. It's like their their noses are so pronounced, and they're that it makes the rest of their head smaller. Yeah, than you would expect it to be, and it doesn't look wrong at all. No,
0: it's it's like... just
1: not how I would draw a cartoon moose.
0: No, because the eyes are essentially at the root of the antler. Yeah, and the more I think about that. The otter and that like the bear's is.
1: eyeballs are right up against his ears.
0: Yes, and it doesn't look wrong. I look at that and I'm like, yeah, look at that bear. It's doing a cool thing. Yeah, and it's because we we've talked about me and the floating eyes. Yeah, this is just because they are short. attached. They are attached, but they always sit above. Uh, yeah,
1: they break the line of the head,
0: and almost everything's in profile. Mm-hmm. And even when it's not profile, it might as. <laughs> Like, at the this final page where they've invited the hippopotamus to run with them. Yes. He is, like, a three-quarter turn, but it's... But really, only in the eyes and the ears. Yeah. Everything else is in profile. Everything else is... And then we've just scooted one eye and an ear But I feel over. like that really helps
1: with the side eye.
0: It's right? Really like, it side. really emphasizes
1: the side eye
0: Oh, that's true. Because, yeah, is the hippo the only one not that ever gets to do anything no sorry sentence coming out is everyone just in profile no the frog frog. but again the frog might as well yeah noses are only in
1: profile yes there is no other way to draw a nose i mean i respect that who wants to do a three-quarter muzzle view no not me
0: when you're this simple what's What's it gonna gonna do yeah there is zero shading all animals are a color a color like, the bear's nose is a yep. darker brown, but that's it. I, okay, so, like, half the book's to race. All the animals are doing yeah. an individual activity, and the hippopotamus yeah. is let out. And then... They all start running. Now the hog and the frog are out for a jog with the cats and the rats in their new running hats. With the moose and the bear and the goose and the hare... I like that doubling yes. up. That's nice. ...are doing their best to keep up with the rest but not Not the hippopotamus. hippopotamus. And then the animal pack comes running on back saying, Hey, come join with a lot of us. us." But then she doesn't rhyme with the (laughs) hippopotamus. (laughs) Cause it's, and she just doesn't know. Should she stay? Should she go? It's like, no, you, she did it on purpose. She did. It's almost like she's being mean to the kids who are learning to read and they're all like, (laughs) Because rhyming books are great, Helpful, yeah. because you get to guess, and then no, no. Also, hippopotamus slightly cross-eyed and therefore a little startled. Yes,
1: <laughs> she she was not expecting this. But yes. yes, the hippopotamus, and I think technically, the number of lines to rhyme. Mm-hmm. I think technically this rhymes from the
0: previous uh, page. Moose in the bear. Oh uh, no.
1: Come on, join the lot of
0: us. Oh, it's a three rhyme, ri- It's a three line, and then it's two lines, and but then yes, the hippopotamus. Hummus.
1: So technically, it works, but it, that would go way over the head of literally every child.
0: And the way you're going to read it, you're going to sing yeah. your way through it. Yeah, we've talked about some books. Bu- this is a rhyming book. Yes, the entire purpose. Yeah, rhyming, but it just sings so sweetly yeah. through,
1: and it's just. And that's, I think, why it was such a big hit at my house because my mother is, as previously stated, um, a fan of words that taste nice. (laughs) Um, and so you get to keep saying the word hippopotamus, which is a fun time. It's a great time. Hippopotamus. Right. Like it's the reason that one of the only French words that a lot of people know is pamplemousse because it's a silly word and it's fun to say.
0: Indeed. Because silly words are fun to say. Yeah. Uh. Watching French people try and say squirrel oh, is a delight. delight. Yeah, I'm. Look, this is actually not making fun of French people trying. The English language is stupid. Oh yes. So watching a culture <laughs> that has really good rules, and then you throw them something that doesn't, doesn't, and isn't a sound they would ever think to make. Yeah, because Germans also
1: oh. added squirrel.
0: Mm, I'll have to look for that YouTube.
1: Yeah delight uh but yeah that's yeah that's the, hippopotamus. the hippopotamus she's just she's not doing it but then she gets she gets included yeah which i always thought was really nice i worried a little bit sometimes that maybe she wouldn't be included at yeah the end, or at the end they would be like come join us and she'd be like
0: no i'm good <laughs> but then then we take a mean stab at the armadillo i know we've, we've created a book about inclusion and then gone but there's still that armadillo. No one gives a shit about him. Oh, so much good rhyming to do with armadillo. Yeah.
1: And I think that's that I book.
0: think we did it. That's okay. You definitely
1: took up at least the same amount of time to give you fun facts about the yes, author. Yes, I think we did. And I do don't it. have any regrets.
0: How long was that? Ooh, we still have three minutes and 30 seconds. Hey! But you know what? No need to... No. No. We don't need to pad it. No. Uh, cause you already said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so our next book. Yes. The Berenstein Bears and the Messy Room. Yes. By Stan and Jan Berenstein. Yep. Uh, one fun fact, you will almost always write Berenstein Bears wrong. Yes. Because it's their last name and not bear. B-E-A-R. It's, what is it?
1: Uh, it's. B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. Yeah. And truly, the beginning of it is not the part that I have the problem with. I want the E to go at the end. They're so, like... Like, if it was B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N, I I would be much more convinced.
0: But because they're the Berenstein, I always wanted it to be B-E-A-R. Yep. But it's not. Nope. But my fun fact. Yes. Because... You stuck to the rules. I stuck to the rules five minutes before we started recording. My fun fact about Stan and Jan. Yes. Is that they were both born in 1923 in Philadelphia. Okay. And they met, uh, technically two fun facts, the first day of art school at the Philadelphia Museum School of Industrial Art in 1941. Weren't they just probably painfully adorable? Just awful. Just Jan and Stan and their little, like, grew up parallel to each other. And, yeah. Yeah. They have written so So many. many Berenstein Bear books. And they're just,
1: they're so ubiquitous like Berenstain yes. Bears I feel like is one of those books that truly every child in North America has encountered
0: and owns like a dozen
1: I mean I think I only owned like three of them
0: I owned a dozen and now the Avery
1: yeah um but like I knew about oh, them absolutely. and they did the thing there they were was in... a cartoon of them wasn't there there
0: was it was in like 85 yeah and it was I think fairly short-lived
1: yeah we got reruns of it sometimes
0: I never watched it. And I was, I was, a okay, we're also going to, guys, I was a big Berenstain Bear fan. Mm-hmm. Not only did I have a whole bunch of them, but they made it through the purges into the kept children's books I had. True. And now I regret that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk a yeah. lot about Berenstain Bears, <laughs> but we're specifically covering Messy Room.
1: Yes. And Messy Room came out in 1983. Oh, year I was born yep it does have shelving notes though what are they they are cleanliness (laughs) fiction Fiction. bears fiction Fiction. the
0: end (laughs) um parenting fiction yeah which is kind of a big theme on yes all of them
1: it really is yeah
0: we're gonna start that time does yes
1: i want to know an extra fun fact did they have kids they
0: did. They had two boys. Okay. In the... Nope, lost it. Yeah. Uh, I think in the 60s. Okay. One of them continued to work... They they have both passed away mm-hmm. in their 80s. Um, and one of the sons continued to work with his mom on this. Ah. Um, and at that point, the books took a more Christian values leaning, but to be fair, it's, yeah. it's kind of in there anyway. Yeah. Just because...
1: So many of the books I feel like are about things that happen to brother and sister bear, but are really more about parent, yes, than about child.
0: Of the book, and first and foremost, my biggest complaint with the brands, but they're so so preachy. So often, nothing actually happens in the book. Yeah, but learning a lesson about standard parenting. Yeah. Of the books I have, they're called like The Gimmies, Too Much TV, Too Much Junk Food, Allowance Problems, Bad Dreams. <laughs> yeah, The in crowd. Like, yeah. And I'm looking at all these and I'm like, do any of these actually have a plot? No. No. They do not. The ones from the seventies though, they're a fun time back. Okay. There was like a big kind of switch. Hmm. We have one that's the Christmas book and it's a very rhymey time Ah. and it's just about brother bear has gotten like skis and slay and papa bear's gonna show him how to do them but he's really bad at all Ah. of them and it's just yeah it's a fun book and it's not about the moral yes Uh.
1: unlike this book which one makes me gives me hives honestly oh boy oh boy okay So
0: the synopsis, Synopsis.
1: it looks like a Berenstein Bears book. I don't think we have to describe the art. It looks like it.
0: One thing I will. Okay. One, one thing I'll say is they actually, the art is quite nice in all of these. They're very detailed, but very clear. Yes. It's, it's got good focus, but active pages. Yep. Um, yeah. Like there's color work, but not. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, the shirt is just red, but we've done, like, some hatching.
1: hatching. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the shadow is hatching. And then there's the occasional white highlight on something that's really shiny.
0: And I quite like the style yeah. of, like, the way they draw birds mm-hmm. and faces. It, yeah. It's a Bernstein Bear style. And, yeah, I, I yeah. do quite like the art. <laughs> the synopsis of the story. The house is clean. The kids' room is not The kids fight about cleaning up. So mom cleans up and the mom is tired of that and yells at them. And then dad comes in and yells at all of them and we build storage. Yep. That's a story. That's not a story. That's me having a fight with my child (laughs) once every other week. I literally read this to Avery the first, because again, I love these. I read it to Avery and went, why the hell do I want to read a story about us having a fight? (laughs) We're just going to have the fight.
1: Yep. I just also like that the moral of the story is we should all clean up and we'll put everything into its perfect place and then it'll be clean and then it'll always be clean forever. Yes. Because that's like, ooh, it'll always be clean for three days.
0: Also, <laughs> I've now <laughs> I've now been reading some blogs on how to yeah. organize a playroom. This being said, if you were to walk in my child's playroom... You would clearly not think I had read anything about anything. <laughs> I cause... don't know.
1: It's it's medium organized most of the time.
0: I would say, which is pretty impressive. I think. I think honestly, we have too many bins, mm-hmm. and we we are not. Nope. My kids' playroom looks like a playroom. Yep. it's full of junks, and my child loves boxes. Currently, all of yes. her stuffed animals are in like six different boxes that Love are taped to up. Store. Child loves putting things into a box great not the box it belongs no not sorted into boxes purpose just just in a box in a box yep
1: (laughs) she's always liked to put stuff in things though yes that's always been her jam (laughs) (laughs) yes two-year-old avery with purses and just like garbage (laughs) in the purse it's like her favorite thing on the planet
0: (laughs) my child just we i have to take bags and boxes away from her yep Anyway, you know. But the this yes. book. Because we're we're gonna try and give ourselves only 15 minutes to yell about it. Yes. They're no fun to read. No. And they're really wordy. They're so
1: wordy. I've also always been a little bit annoyed that they are named Papa Bear and Mama Bear and Sister Bear and Brother Bear. It, I've never liked it. It's always made me annoyed.
0: I do, it's one of those things. It typically didn't bother me, except when we were playing with friends. And, and they then would call them Sister Bear and, Bear and Brother, Brother Bear. Bear. And, and they am like, mm, I don't think so, actually. Because her, her best friend's name is Lizzie. Yeah. And that's a real name. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll give you that one.
1: I, I do love their treehouse, though. Oh, it's amazing. It's so good. It influenced many of my feelings about what a house and a tree should look like they, for a long time. They...
0: They live in a tiny neighborhood, yeah. and they, it's a great house. It's a
1: good... I mean, it's definitely bigger on the inside.
0: I have some architectural questions, but sure.
1: Yes. And that's not... But that's not the point, and no. it doesn't really matter because it's whimsical and lovely, oh, yeah. and you get Perfection. the idea. But, but we then... talk
0: about how how perfect the rest of the house is which is not what your house looks like when you have kids no even the bloggers occasionally when you just get them in a regular moment you're like ah yes that's a pile of crap on the floor because yeah. you have kids
1: yeah this book gives me extreme memories of my friend leslie okay I was and like fights with her mother this was not your this house. is not my house no. no absolutely not my house was great i loved it very much and Like, my mom did some cool decorating choices, and I left my shit all over it. (laughs)
0: Um, I was raised by a family of pat mm racks, though I have weird
1: organizational feelings. Yeah, my mom was, likes, she likes things to be, like, not overwhelming, and I like (laughs) to leave my things in a pile. Accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I haven't gotten any better as I've aged, but it's fine. But no, my friend Leslie and her mother had a hard time because their house was Perfect. very clean almost all the time. And there was like the dining room and you don't touch the table and you don't touch the chairs and there's this cabinet with yeah. the touch, and like we could play in Leslie's room and we could play in the basement
0: and and your- not in between,
1: but that was okay. Like it was fine. Yeah. Basement was cool. But we couldn't super play in either of those places either. And like Leslie's mom would just come through and throw out her stuff all of the time. So, like repetitively and constantly would just come through her bedroom, pick up stuff and be like, you don't need it anymore. Goodbye. So I
0: a couple of thoughts on that. My sister's room, mm-hmm. my house was not, but I've yeah. raised by two pack rats. My mom tried to keep it contained and largely couldn't. My sister's room would get out of control. And it's one of those, it's a hard line between you don't need toys and trash. Leslie's room was
1: not dirty. Ever. And it wasn't really trash. It was like she got a bunch of toys and she was playing with them and they were her stuff. And then they were gone. And she had so many Barbies. Right, She had like a very large Barbie collection, oh, no. and then suddenly she didn't. Oh,
0: Daniel's mom did with this no to him. input. She threw out all of his Ghostbuster stuff, and even yeah. as like an adult, Daniel would love to have his Ghostbuster figurines. And like, I
1: don't know that Leslie. I mean, at the time, it was distressing and mm-hmm. very oh, upsetting, yeah. and I don't know that it's a lasting thing. I haven't talked to her about it recently, right. but like, I remember being appalled.
0: My mother would never do that.
1: Because my mother would never do that. We had a couple of times where we had to have a big fight about the number of stuffed animals I owned because truly in retrospect, it was excessive.
0: But that's standard. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: But like Leslie's room was always cleaner than mine. And Chris would still come through and just throw Uh, out all of her belongings. Possibly
0: mom had a compulsion.
1: She had a big feeling, a big feeling about how clean a room should be. Right. Um, which she did a lot less for Mikey, who was the younger brother,
0: and the boy, and the boy. <laughs> Anyways, but this we're book. doing this book, <laughs> so it's a little too much, and the kids' room has gone a little far.
1: Well, I feel like part of it is that they don't—they seem to be relegated only to this room, right? Like they're doing all of their crafting. Yes, they're doing all of their everything inside their bedroom. Which could be a choice that you've made, but it means that there are different expectations because you have multiple things happening in the same space.
0: Well, it's at the point where mom's talking about them needing to clean and she steps in cement. And I went, oh, that is a good moment to flip out. Also, why is your kid using cement in their room? Mm, Yeah. No, Brother Bear is like mid-elementary school. Yeah.
1: But still, I'm like, that's kind and of... He's, he, he's interested in some, like, dioramas yeah. and nature stuff. He's got a collection of bird's nests, which, fair. So, mm, maybe don't keep a pile of bird nests in your in room your because room. you will get some diseases. Right.
0: <laughs> I kept being like, they break down. There's yeah. got to be a better pl- The basement, dad's yeah. shop, like, yeah. not not your bedroom no there was even a point where avery was really big in collecting sticks and rocks Mm -hmm. and we uh in like preschool and we finally got a basket outside that we referred to as the treasure box and any of that kind of stuff that did not live in the house went in the treasure box yeah so mom thinks they need to clean up and she gets mad because she steps in airplane cement
1: specifically so she's talking they're talking about contact cement yeah not so C- cement, cement. Yeah, fair still craft a, still a problem yes but slightly less a problem
0: <laughs> and there is a little moment he's at a desk you're like eh. um but she gets she tells him to clean up and the kids bicker so hard that she starts cleaning up two thoughts one then she needs to be like look i am i am not the best parent when it comes to making my child clean up i'm still working learning and growing, but. She doesn't start going, child one, you do this task, child two. The idea that yeah. she lets them bicker and then she, she does it. Yeah, no. she
1: has started on the wrong foot in this altercation.
0: I feel like there's a couple of scenarios, either one you you give them a task and you do this, yeah, or you just shut them in the room and be like, "I will see you when it's done. I don't care <laughs> how long you fight it out. Yeah. But no, you do not pick up the room while the children are bickering. No. No. No.
1: No. And then she gets mad because she's been picking up the room all the time. Yes. And they aren't doing it. So she goes and gets a box and is like, cool, I guess I'll just throw out everything you own. And I can understand that
0: impulse. Uh, I, I will not pretend like I have not hit that point. And I was there when my mom hit that point. Yeah never and in... yeah but yeah it's it is but not a, the right way to handle
1: it it's not it's maybe not the right way to handle it and like i can see getting to that impulse getting to yeah. that point and being like we're doing this i'm done but to actually do it and to have it involve like my teddy which is my most important treasured belonging
0: I will argue, when you look at the picture, and you actually look what she's throwing in there, it's a piece of bread, it's some crumpled up paper. She's actually just throwing away... stuff that's
1: going into the box... Trash. There, trash, which is great. But then, she starts picking
0: up not trash. The one thing I'll say is, I think when Sister Bear is like, not my teddy, because it's like... Children do... From my own child. You say something... Yeah. And they're like, but that's not... And you're like, no, I know it's not. Yeah. I, I think... I think the children are having an overdramatic reaction, <laughs> however extremely <laughs> standard to a child. But then they're having a fight. Yeah. Mom's not doing a great job. Yeah. But I, I see where she's there. Yeah. And then dad comes in. Yeah. And his solution is to do a big Oh, All right. We're going to we're going to spend a few more minutes, but we're going to speed. Yeah. Is to do a big yell. And kind of shame mom. Yep. In front of the children. And you know what? That is not great parenting. No. And mom sits on the bed and huffs. And it's like, she needs to take a walk. The yep. two of them need to Have talk. a chat. Yes. Because this idea that dad comes in not being there, not being part of cleaning up the room ever. No. And now he's going to solve he's everyone's it's just problem. like,
1: I know the answer. It's a lot of boxes.
0: Also, how long did it take him to build that one giant toy storage box while mom
1: (laughs) did all the organizing of the stuff going into the boxes?
0: And that's really where the emotions of the kids are going to like really go. Dad hides out in the shop. Yep. And now the kids are fine because...
1: Because they're sorting all of their treasures into boxes. And, like, yes, and then they throw away the trash that's actually trash, which is which great. Which is, yeah. But the idea that this room is going to stay like this beyond a week is preposterous.
0: And also, they've, the closet is filled up to the ceiling with boxes of toys already. So what
1: do you do when you get another toy?
0: Also, these children are very short. They cannot reach half of that stuff. They do
1: have a stepladder okay, attached okay, to the okay. door. okay,
0: And they have organized it with storage up above. Uh, Sister Bear is in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about 80s kindergarten. Can she even read? A great question. These things? It's just that you could, like,
1: it's not, yes, it's preachy and it's, you know, kind of boring. But there are ways you could have this conversation in a kid's book. Even in this kid's book. That would be useful involving things like, and then every week we did some pickup and it was never as hard as it was that first time.
0: Yeah. Or just, what if we actually had a plot? Well, And then wove this throughout it, like lots of good children's books.
1: But like, even if you didn't want to do that.
0: Even if you just wanted to to do
1: a straight Berenstein Bears take on on this problem. There are better... This is not actually the solution to the problem no. you are trying to solve. Also,
0: there's no talk about the week-long project it yeah. would be to sort all of that. As nope. someone who has tried to sort her kids' <laughs> toys. Yeah. I also keep being like, these two share a room? Yes.
1: How long is the, that going to last for, my dudes? Yeah. I... You're going to need another space, I think.
0: Soon. Yes. It seems like they already have enough stuff, too. And then with you, the idea that your bedroom is where you store all your toys.
1: Yeah. Like, there are instances where that makes sense. And they do have a very
0: large bedroom.
1: They do. But things like, you live in an apartment building.
0: Yeah.
1: There's not that many rooms often in an apartment. Yeah. I mean... um, But no... The idea that you live in a house, a detached house, and you keep all of your belongings inside of your bedroom.
0: Even in an apartment, the living room is, I mean, you remember our townhouse, Mm -hmm. Avery. Yes. It was, no, not everyone can have a playroom. I certainly didn't have a playroom, but that's what a living room is for when you have kids.
1: Yeah. We had, I got part of the basement. Nice. My dad refinished it. It was very good. And then I got to paint the walls. Yeah. They were beautiful murals. Oh, that's so great. And I did with my friends. They were a whole time.
0: Oh, but how great that your parents did. I I keep looking to try and embrace that with Avery. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It was
1: helpful that it was the The basement. basement. (laughs) And like... There was, like, the section that was the playroom, and the rest of it was pretty much unfinished basement that had laundry, deep freeze, and my dad's stuff. Right. My father organizes slightly better than I do, but only mostly sometimes slightly.
0: I was raised by Pat (laughs)
1: Um, He's better at containing it to, like, the allowed space
0: than I am. No, since my sister and I have uh, moved out of the house, my dad's shop has just continued to take (laughs) over the house. I will occasionally come home and be like, Mom, I do have some dresser space. When I open all the dresser drawers, will all of them be filled with cutting boards? I need two of them. (laughs) Uh, Here's what's weird to me is Avery loves him as much as I do. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they're so lovable.
1: No. Maybe it's because it is just like a clear, here is a problem. Now we are mad. Now we have a solution.
0: But look, we've read this. She yeah. likes this one. We've read it a few times. It's not like it helps. every. No. Like every time I need her to throw away No. something, it, it doesn't help. I mean, I'm not expecting a book to work miracles, but I'm no. just like, Why do I have to read this boring book and then... (laughs) And then have the same fight that the book is having. I'm just... Like I said, I'm reading a story about the fight we're going to have in the day anyway. (laughs) Mm. I really, really wanted us to read the sleepover one. Yes. Because she's a six-year-old girl and she gets to go to a sleepover and her parents give her all this big speech about... What was it? Like privilege and responsibility. Ah. And then... The other six-year-old who's hosting it, her parents go out for a date and have a babysitter for her daughter's multiple friends sleepover. Mm. Other people who are not the girl hosting it, or Sister Bear, invite other people. ah, And then other kids find out about it and crash it. And then they all show up, and it gets out of hand, and then finally... The parents come home. Like, I think the babysitter yeah. calls me, And then Sister Bear, a six-year-old, gets in trouble.
1: For things she absolutely did not do.
0: No, had no control over. And there's also, like, maybe as parents you should have checked to make sure you were comfortable with the situation you were sending your kid to. Yeah. Also, who the hell has to sleep over with a babysitter? baby-sitter. I there's can think so, of, like, like
1: uninstance. I don't know if that ever actually happened but i can see it being re almost reasonable because there were like three maybe two or three high school kids in our neighborhood mm-hmm. who were who babysat me yeah, and they babysat who were the babysitters, most yeah. of my friends and so like the same person had babysat all yeah. of us and if it was oh, like listen yeah. can you babysat nick and chloe and annika's gonna join you and so it'll be three of them instead of two it shouldn't be any
0: different right you get a little bit more money exactly But no, this was like a sleepover. And then other kids... There was so much wrong with this.
1: Where would those children come from to crash a sleepover? Like, who's sending their child off to a sleepover without talking to anyone about it?
0: Right? And also, how the hell are you going to be mad at your kid for
1: this? Something that's happening at someone else's house that was badly managed? Absolutely not.
0: Right. I'm like, no, this is not the fault of children. Yeah. This is the fault of adults. Yeah. But it's not about that. that. Maybe at the very end, the parent's like, oh, well. And you're like, no. no, Incorrect. And that's where I think in the Berenstain Bears working so hard to make a good point, we have horrendously unrealistic expectation of children being children.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's my... Biggest complaint.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Also, that mom's mop cap. Oof. It's why never is she, been good. Why it's is she wearing bad. a mop cap?
1: Because they didn't want to give her
0: it's, hair.
1: And how else are you going to say Lady Bear?
0: They, they draw so many other Lady Bears. They use some cool scarves mm-hmm. and headbands. And she got that stupid mop cap.
1: All, and the long dress and it all, all in that terrible polka dot.
0: <laughs> yes. It just looks like she's wearing sleep clothes all, all the, the time. time. Yeah,
1: she is always in her pajamas.
0: Because I remember the other ladies of Bear County wearing some cool 70s yeah. looks. Yeah. No. No. All right. And done. And done. <laughs> and we'll, we won't do another one. No. No more Berensteins No more Berenstains. So let's get back to a
1: new book. Yeah, it's a beautiful oops by Barney Salzberg.
0: Is one of my favorites. When did this one come out? I am
1: not sure.
0: I like how we set a timer. Ah, there we it. go. Uh, Two
1: thousand ten is when yeah, this came that out. That feels
0: right. Oh, oh, the where the are in the back. Yeah. What shelving notes do you have for us? None. Art.
1: Fic- fiction. No. No, it's, it's non- not fiction. fiction. It's It's art. Yep. It's uh, an art book and it's a like
0: inspiration.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it is for Helen Slater who found beauty in my oops before I did. Ooh. Which I think is lovely. I don't know who that is, but
0: Oh wait, wait, wait. I have one fun fact. I don't. Um, yes. Barney. Yep. Host a podcast named Beautiful Oops. <laughs> that's, a, that's my fun fact. We'll link to it in yeah. the blog, or the, whatever the hell, the in, website. The We're website. We're to link to it
1: in the website. Which sure is www.peterravenhole.com.
0: In case you get lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what Beautiful Oops is, is a page for kids about using using your inspiration of just when things don't go the way you
1: thought they were going to it's particularly in art and it's a lot of the things that like might make you really frustrated while you're doing an art and how you could maybe embrace it instead of just being angry and throwing it away
0: and i think especially for kids yes who there's a step between this blob is clearly an airplane with a flamingo. Yeah. To why can't I actually draw something that looks like an airplane and a flamingo? Yes. And this is a real big of like, art's just about exploring. See what you can make. Yeah. It's almost uh, a pop up book is wrong. It's almost like a flap book. book. Yeah.
1: Because it is. It's interact. It's got all of these like fold out. Interactive pages. The first page starts is, or the, well, the first story quote unquote page has a big rip in it. Um, which is a surprise. You open it. You're like, Oh no, I've ruined (laughs) the book. (laughs) But you haven't. um, Because the rip becomes an alligators mouth. And then if you spill something, what could it be? So you kind of switch (laughs) over the spill and it's becomes a bunch of, puppy's doing a sleep or it's a bird's or it's an
0: elephant all flippity and flappity yeah.
1: and did you bend your paper maybe it's the head of a penguin Um, did you do a drip maybe it's wheels and also a small pig and another pig waving hello oh, from the car that belongs to the wheels is it torn newspaper
0: it could be a puppy so the art style is a krill was yeah. there anything in the notes about it? Because it's an art book. He's used... A bunch of stuff. No, there's yeah, a lot um, of different there's mediums. about it.
1: I... It feels... Some of it feels like acrylic and some of it feels like tempera. Mm, that would make a sense. A bunch of it feels like tempera paint. Oh,
0: and would be perfect for a kid's book because yeah. that's your paint.
1: Of choice. And there's a lot of, like, collage. ripped paper collage stuff, which, boy, I do know there's a big fan of a ripped paper collage. I wanted
0: to be and I just... It's never it. been my jam. Uh-uh. She always
1: wanted we wanted it wanted to be, to be a cool thing. And I was like, I don't know.
0: Avery's not into it either. No. And Avery loves a good collage, but she likes nice square lines. Yes. <laughs> They're not exactly at 90 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, and there's some like pen stuff
1: happening. I wonder if some of it was done. Well, I mean, a bunch of it. I think is done on the computer. I forgot my timer. (gasps) And there's some bits that are photographed, but not a lot. And then there's what If you found a coffee stain, it could be a frog. Is there a hole? A hole in your paper? This one. That one's always the weird... So, I mean, it's fun. It's super fun to look at and interact with.
0: But the hole in the paper becomes an... Accordion. I think the idea is maybe you see a hole in your paper and then you decide to use it as inspiration to, to do other build. things. Yeah, and I think it's just a great way to to introduce art to kids as it's not this precious thing. Yeah.
1: It's fun, and you should have fun with it and see what you can do.
0: And when you make a mess, just keep going with it.
1: Yeah, got your. Is it a mistake or is it a flower? Some scrambledy paper
0: becomes,
1: which becomes. Oh, I
0: cannot lift it. <gasps> it becomes a sheep, and it's got lots of good inspirationy things yeah. to say. Yeah,
1: it's a good like a good primer for your child. You are a small person or a not so small person who has decided that maybe art needs to be right.
0: Yes. That you are worried about. That your
1: art is wrong, maybe.
0: Yes. Or that you can't get good coverage with your crayons.
1: Boy. Actually, no, it wasn't crayons for me. It was doing coloring pages with colored pencils. I did not want the lines. Took too long. I did it, though. And then I had... It was a babysitter, maybe, who was like, you know, if you do tiny circles, you don't get the lines. And it all blends together. And then I would sit there... And do tiny circles, and I'd get halfway through a page and go,
0: this is garbage, and stop. I was a big fan of one direction, the Mm. other direction, which eventually became some shading. Yeah. Uh, Also a big fan of the outline and then color, Mm. or Mm -hmm. the color then then outline for the sharp. (laughs) It's such a great early art philosophy book. Yes,
1: very much. Also, the cover blurb is from Jamie Lee Curtis. I know, which is such a kind
0: of random bit. Yeah. Are you going to read the blurb or just...
1: Everyone who has ever said the word oops will be smiling when they see the masterpiece that Barry Salzburg has created. Fun, Funny and fun, beautiful oops is the best gift to give anyone, any age, anywhere, anytime.
0: It's a really long quote for the cover. For
1: right? <laughs> it's also a glowing review. And I think it's yeah. right. Because, like, it's obviously geared at children. Right. Yes. Like, the art style is naive art like it's sort of it's childish art on purpose it's a
0: slightly refined childish art
1: yes but i feel like giving this also to someone An an adult who has maybe decided to pick up like i don't know sketchbooking or yeah something and is like i must do it perfectly all of the time Maybe this is a nice reminder yeah. that actually it doesn't have to be perfect and you could just see what happens.
0: I think it's a really great point on like, it's about the process. Yes. This book was, however, perfectly written for me as a parent to a yes. child because this is the way I like to art. I am very worried about things I was going to say,
1: this, this book feels a lot like A conversation that might be had between the two of us. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not in all of the ways. Right. But in a couple of them.
0: Yes. I think... (laughs) Okay. Because I learned to draw... Doing costumes, yeah, there was a lot of like, you gotta make your pleats look right, right. and your calves. Yeah. And, and you have
1: to make it all make sense to someone else who's looking at it when you're not around, and they can like look at that picture and go, yes, I understand how this dress is made. I will recreate it.
0: It's much more instructional, yeah, than really art. But as I got more time and I actually got to do art, one of my favorite things to do, especially when Avery was little little, was have her draw a scribble Mm -hmm. and I turned it into something and I have done some
1: some great stuff
0: yeah because it was really just like it's a shape and even the ones where I'm like couldn't immediately be like oh it's an elephant casting a spell it'd be like well I'll just draw a line here and draw a line and so yes for someone who worries sometimes about making it look just right this is the philosophy of art I want to have. Yeah. And I feel like the philosophy of art you naturally embody.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it was fostered very much. My mom, like my mother is, has a bachelor's degree in fine arts. Yeah. She, we did a lot of art in our house all the time. Um, And I, I think partially it's because we did a lot of like, I did a lot of clay art because my dad's a potter. And so there was just all this clay in the house that you could just have, but he would not fire it for you (laughs) ever. Like, like once a year, maybe I get it. If There was a piece that was like really good and you really meant it. And like, you had hollowed it out and you had done it all right. And like, you let it dry. He would maybe fire it for you. Maybe sometimes, maybe right. But mostly he didn't, which meant that there was all this like unbaked pottery. And so you would make it and then you would keep it for a while. And then you'd be like, well, it's kind of garbage. And you just smush it yes. and put it back into the slump clay. And then it would get turned back into clay. Because do you imagine if he had fired every of oh, wobbly- Because all of my friends would also come over right, and to they play would- clay. Yes. Like that was a big oh, activity yeah. all of the time. It was like an exciting time that pretty regularly you could just climb over and play with mud and i can remember like two maybe three times that he was like yes i will fire the children's pottery
0: (laughs) but almost never do you imagine a lot of that was because your mom was having conversations like look no oh this was was
1: him both because it takes a lot of propane to run the kiln and because if your pottery isn't made properly when you put it in
0: the kiln it will
1: explode yeah And it's not like he was going to run a kid's only kiln firing, which means that you are ruining all of his work,
0: which is like this. Those are the dollars. (laughs) Yes. Shall we? Let's wrap this on up. Okay. So getting back wherever I have cut (laughs) our rambling. Yeah.
1: Probably somewhere in early art
0: class discussion. Beautiful. Oops. It's great what a good time it honestly anyone who's getting an art get get this book yeah absolutely it, it you'll just find good inspiration it feels
1: also like it would be a pretty excellent gift for someone who has decided to start like a bachelor's in fine arts yes right like this kid has graduated high school has been accepted into a fine arts program they want this book
0: yeah the it, jamie lee Curtis is right she is correct good for anyone at any time yeah <laughs>
1: okay well so those were hot takes yeah those were three very different
0: books yes
1: hard to compare. compare
0: you can maybe see why we didn't think any one of these was set for a full episode yeah. but hippopotamus was a was a fun right? lovely time
1: it's, it's so nice it's nice to read. It's nice to look at. It's just a nice book. And it
0: doesn't ask much of you. No,
1: but it doesn't need to.
0: Nope. And I would even say Beautiful Oops does ask something of you, but it walks you through it. Yeah. It's very gentle about yeah. what it's asking of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very encouraging. Yeah. It, might it even be the exact opposite of Messy Room? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Oh, yeah. 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 I think it is. Everything's perfect and needs to go in a perfectly labeled box or not. Nothing is
1: perfect, but isn't it neat?
0: Right. Isn't that a fun time? Yeah. Though to be fair, it is really hard sometimes to make art once your space has become so... Oh, absolutely.
1: (laughs) I am, in fact, coming up on the time in my life where I hit, uh, you know... The, 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 the moment, reset. The reset moment.
0: It's coming. Grad school. We all had a drafting table to work on, and by the by the end of the semester, I was essentially working in a 10 <laughs> inch space, <laughs> ten by ten inch space. And after I turned on all the panels, I would have to clear it. All.
1: Yeah, during uh, when we're building shows, oh, my yeah. space in the costume shop develops nests. Uh huh. I get. Like, someone will give me a basket of stuff yep. for a project.
0: That project lives in this corner.
1: And then it goes in the basket, but then some other stuff goes in the basket. And then, ooh, I don't know where this goes. It goes in the basket. And then I get another basket, and then everything's a disaster. Right now, my station is probably causing
0: a lot of stress to some of my coworkers.
1: <laughs> Good thing my, we're working my... from
0: home. <laughs> All right, so... Compare, I
1: mean, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, Okay, they all of them have been enjoyed at some time. Yes, some of them age better. Some, yes, yeah, yeah. It's I know, like I know the steam bears are
0: popular, but oof, yeah, and oof the the ones that aren't trying to beat you over a head with a moral are actually kind of They're some pretty all right? Yeah, yeah. But man, are they... Wh- why? Why do we need books that preachy? Yeah.
1: An excellent question.
0: But boy, that Baron Bear Empire, making some money. Yep. Boy. Do it. Yeah. All right. Next week. Where are we reading? No. Next week? No? Yes. 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 Next, week. next week. Next
1: week. Next week. Next week we are reading... Well, next time. How about that? <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Next time. Next, next time. time.
1: time. <laughs> we are reading norman the doorman by don freeman another book about art yes a small mouse. another small <laughs> mouse. mouse book also about art
0: i won we might count how many mice book we would on i feel like we
1: should start keeping count
0: yes surely we'll run out at some point i don't no. know that we will engagement
1: do you have big feelings about the berenstein bears <laughs> do you hate us now send us some hate mail at our email address which is the peter rabbit hole at gmail.com
0: or you can tag us in your hate instagram post.
1: <laughs> at peter rabbit hole alternatively if you have good kids art book yeah like not a good book not about... maybe instructional but more
0: feelings but, yeah
1: art feelings book you got it? We want it.
0: <laughs> oh, we just picked out a book from the library called I Feel Teal.
1: Oh. Yeah. Look at that. I used to. Now my hair is lizard green.
0: It Or Grinch green.
1: Yes. It it's, does look like a highlighter.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like a brand new one. Yeah. Look for pictures on the Instagram.
1: Maybe there'll be one. Probably won't be. You never
0: know. She never holds up her Instagram promises. I don't. Feel free to Instagram <laughs> <of> Annika.
1: <laughs> at Annika specifically, using the at Peter Rav on the Instagram and shame me for not posting the things I said I'll post. Okay, bye.
0: bye. <laughs> oh. Hey, friends. Hope you enjoyed our episode. Annika and I got really into the weeds talking about our history learning art and how that affected our practices and our own philosophies, talking about beautiful oops. You got a very clipped down version of that discussion. If you would like more, here's another 10-ish minutes of it. Or if you're like, no, good. I'm, I'm fine, thanks. Just skip on through and we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. And I can
1: remember like, two maybe three times that he was like yes i will fire the children's pottery
0: (laughs) but almost never do you imagine a lot of that was because your mom was having conversations like look no oh this was
1: was him both because it takes a lot of propane to run the kiln um and because if your pottery isn't made properly when you put it in the kiln it will explode yeah And it's not like he was going to run a kid's only kiln firing, which means that you are ruining all of his work,
0: which is like this. Those are the dollars. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: Um, So part of it was that the like, you know, you spend all your time on it and you try it and then you're like, yeah, and you smoosh it back together. So a lot of my art was dirty (laughs) (laughs) to begin with. Like, like a big Uh, mess. Yes. Was baked in. Yes. That is
0: true, and like we
1: were, we did a lot of like big finger paint project.
0: My mom was not big on paint. We got to do lots of other things, but like mom wasn't big on paint.
1: Love the paint.
0: We did, we did paint, but like, yeah. So there was always my mother's gonna listen and be like, there was plenty of mess, but not, not like that. Is yeah,
1: not like splattery mess.
0: No, I mean my my house
1: was a house. Where on a pretty regular basis, you were allowed to make a splattery mess. Like we had the drop cloths and we had specifically the flooring in the porch that was pretty washable. Yeah. Unlike it was, you know, it was better if it was in the summertime and we were doing it outside. But even in the winter, on a pretty regular basis, you could make a big mess
0: while doing an art. One thing I'll give my mom crap for was we did get to do a decent amount of glitter projects, which are the the worst. worst. I, I would not, rather clean I mean, up clay than glitter.
1: Yeah. We did I got I mean I owned glitter, but I feel like it wasn't a big a big thing, but like we did a lot of like I don't know, like friends would come over when I was quite small and like I can remember my mom being like, "And now we're going to do some drawing." And we would do like, "Now we're going to do don't look at your painting." Oh, or don't look at your paper and we I do the do- drawing. And like, "Now we're going to do this other thing." So like we just did Art, and I took a lot of art classes starting really young. Mm-hmm. Like I would just get signed up for like, it's a weekend. We're yeah. doing intro to painting or intro to whatever. And I did those a lot of times. And there, I don't know, somewhere in there, because I didn't ever take a design drawing class. Uh-huh. Specific- I maybe did one. Um, but mostly I didn't. Mostly I did a lot of intro to drawing forever. No. I did like six intro to drawing classes. I never
0: I think. did. I never did an intro to drawing because
1: we did we did three drawing classes in Sejep that were like started out with like here's how you make a shape.
0: No, please
1: do use some shading. God, that would now be great. you make a shape
0: because please I,
1: make a very big circle. Please loosen your arm while you make a very big circle.
0: I started off with draw a person yeah. and then draw clothing on them. Yeah. That's a we did, rough way to start. That's a
1: super rough way to start. And then we did, um, like, still life stuff. And then we started getting into, like, prescript- yeah. perspective-y stuff and, like, vaguely towards, like, maybe you're doing some scenic stuff or maybe mm-hmm. you're doing some something else. So I did those three, I think. I don't know that I took a drawing class at Ryerson. And then at Halliburton, I did another two drawing classes. One of them was co- was, like textile design specific and the other one was just like pleased to be able to do a drawing um and i did a bunch of like i did a summer a couple of summer camps that were like art art summer camps that involved a lot of like here's some very big craft paper please make a draw do a big jester draw
0: oh my god like so much
1: jester drawing in my life and so a lot of it was sort of i mean i think it's partially it's just who i am as a person is that like I have always, I really want to be able to do really detailed art, and my brain just won't. I will get the idea out, like I can do a gist, like, so good. Boy, I can get the gist out, no problem. (laughs) You want me to refine it? And I am no longer interested.
0: (laughs) And I was a doodler. Yeah. Like, all of my notes are singing. And I am a doodler in the same way of, like, I would just draw... Oh, we'll definitely be cutting some of this out. Yeah. I will, even as a kid, I would just draw a curve. Right. Almost always curves, like curves. And then turn and just keep doodling it Mm. into something. So that manipulating nothing into something is very inherent to me. But because almost all, I was always interested in too many things to ever take art classes. Mm -hmm. Because I wanted to. But I was already taking drama and newspaper and creative writing and then
1: mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. in
0: college, I also double married, majored so there was no time yeah. to then take the art classes. But then I started off immediately with you have to convey meaning, meaning. to someone who is going to replicate it
1: in three dimensions. yeah. yeah.
0: so I didn't get much time to just do the do explore. a big blow. Yeah. yeah,
1: I spent a lot of a lot of my time. A lot of my life has been spent doing.
0: I don't know, just sort of draw it ish, and that's actually been something I've pushed a lot more with Avery, mm-hmm. because she's a kid that leans into that perfect, yeah. Which I don't know if I do or not.
1: I feel like in drawing and painting, you don't like your your care like you you draw small.
0: I do generally. draw small. Yes. I'm a very small...
1: That's <laughs> just... And a
0: lot of people are. I four by four is my perfect scale.
1: <laughs> but not... But you do like to, you know, you mm-hmm. play with the shapes and you yeah. play with the scribbles and all of that stuff. I feel like in that... But in like... Craft.
0: I am a little exacting. You're a little bit specific. I know. and Which just, is not
1: a problem. A bad thing. It's just not always the only approach to the
0: craft. Which is one thing where I've always tried to, I've, I have taught so many sewing lessons and I love teaching kids because they just go for it. And it's such a nice change after, because I learned all this stuff in theater where there wasn't time to explore, just make the thing. Yes. The idea of watching kids just like (laughs) through it. I'm always like, you go for it. Yeah. You just do it ugly seams it's all bunched up and you're now it's inside out and i actually wish avery would do more of that yeah but it is a little hard in the crafting because i don't i like i like my stuff apparently to be perfect but i don't necessarily think hers needs to be no
1: but it's just yeah had a number of friends who were like no we must work so tiny and delicate on the tiny clay thing and i was like you know it's just gonna turn into junk
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't like clay i I can't do i love
1: it's a good time i'm not i mean i haven't used any in a very long time and i never got any good at throwing things on the wheel I do not have that hands. My strength.
0: sister got to do a clay class and mm. work on the wheel, and I didn't. This is my retirement plan. I'm just going to take all the art classes yeah. I never did. <laughs>